And it is What the Hell Should We Watch This Weekend. Steve Stabbing is here. SteveStabbing.ca joins us from Penticton, British Columbia, the movie expert and show expert that he is. Hey, big fella. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the, uh, to the show. Has the uh, life and the popcorn and the movies you've been uh, seeing lots, or is this weekend the time to see some? Uh, more this weekend, um, because there's really there they didn't do any kind of advanced uh, screenings because like kind of the big movies in theaters and neither of which I'll talk about because I haven't seen them is uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which is like a long time coming for that that I feel that ad- adaptation. And then uh, the George Foreman movie, which just just does not interest me whatsoever. Hmm. There's just especially after Creed three. I'm just like, ah, I'm just I'm not feeling this one. There's nothing about this movie that really. But what if he teaches you how to fry a burger in your house on your countertop? That might be that might be the only interesting part. Like yeah. when he becomes an infomercial star, just like that right? little microcosm there. Yeah, I mean, hey, he, I, when I was going to college, man, like that, that grill, that saved me. That thing was amazing. The best invention of the George Foreman grill, though, was the little plastic scraper thing that you could get <laughs> to clean it with. That was really the, yeah, right. It's the um, MVP, we, <laughs> it, it, right? Uh, Steve, it's a long wait, but I finally, it finally arrived. Sweet Tooth S two. I've watched three episodes. I must say, I've really enjoyed episode three from Denise. Oh yes, I'm. I love Sweet Tooth. Um, it's because I I'm a big champion of the the comic book or now I mean compiled into graphic novels. Jeff Lemire is one of Canada's best writers, in my opinion, and they've done such justice and and beauty to this show. And I mean, the practical effects are phenomenal. It's just it's just a real sweetheart of a show. Uh, not to get too uh, close to the actual title there. Nice. Um, and another one did come out. I don't think you've seen it yet. The Pope's Exorcist. Um, someone wanted to ask about that one. Yeah, I you know for campy fun, I've heard it. it it's it's good because I have had a lot of people that that saw it. Um, but uh, it's Russell Crowe doing another ridiculous like spaghetti and meatball accent for this movie. Um, it just really leaning into the cliche and. Uh, I don't know why he keeps getting away with it because he also leaned into the Cockney accent for the uh, when he was doing the Jekyll and uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde thing for uh, the Mummy, which was supposed to be supposed to be part of that universe that never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean, if you're into some fun uh, in, in theaters, yeah, I would go see it. But otherwise, probably wait for Blu-ray. All right, let's get started with what the hell should we watch this weekend with um, all of these uh, big old list of things and details on a couple of these, by the way. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy's the first one. Let's go. She was flying. A little bug did it. I don't think that's a bug. She is a fairy. Are you Peter Pan? Were you expecting someone else? All right, how much is it like the the old one? Is it good? Well, this is uh, actually a Disney Plus exclusive that that days uh, debuts at mid. Well, it's probably on there right now for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is uh, David Lowry, uh, who's coming off of The Green Knight, which is one of my favorite films of all time, to do another Disney adaptation of an animated film. 
Uh, and this has a lot of direct homages to that 1953 film, um, like the uh, Peter's chair balancing in the beginning of the beginning of the film. Uh, many shots with uh, Captain Hook, who's played by Jude Law in this one, who's just chewing scenery every time he's on it. But it's mixed with that as well as David Lowry's like really interesting cinematic eye. He has a great use of natural light that I absolutely love. His films always feel very textured and and, and like there's a lot of history underneath it. Um, but at the same time, it is that kind of cornball feeling from that 1953 film. So it doesn't really lose that atmosphere. A really good and pretty innocuous uh family film that will also kind of catch your eye because it's just really gorgeous to look at there's magic to the original right like because th that mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. dreamscape notion that i feel like has been lost in so many other versions of it whether it's an adaptation or a remake kind of thing because there was just that element of of childhood dream magic that was mm -hmm. so good originally and over time some people have sort of lost that part yeah, and it's part of the foundation of, of Disney's animation studio, um, yeah. like part of where it came from. And to have a film that's, in my mind, I actually really quite enjoyed this film. Uh, and it is a great um, save for Disney Plus because P the Pinocchio one with Tom Hanks just kind of missed the mark for me. Okay. SteveStepping.ca, by the way. You want to learn more about Steve and see what he gets up to? I don't know how to pronounce this one. Is it Sisu, Steve? Is that how you say it? Zizu. Zizu is next. He was a Finnish commander. Lost his home and his family in the war. He became a one-man death squad. Ah! Tell me about it, Steve. Yeah, ultra violent and just over the top. Uh, this one is about a. Uh, t it kind of takes place in the last desperate days of World War Two, uh, and has a prospector uh, who unearths a big cache of gold in the dirt and is miles and miles and miles away from the nearest bank where he can claim it. So he sets off on a journey and ends up going right into pat the path of a of a squad of Nazis and bloody mayhem ensues I, I implore people if you love action movies just watch this trailer watch the red band trailer which is just so so much insane action and i feel like this is only just the tip of the iceberg for what this film has in store of course being in a small town like i am i don't get this movie um, so I am jealous of anybody who gets to experience this in theaters because I think that's exactly the place that you need to see this. All right, Steve Stebbing is here, and Denise had mentioned about Sweet Tooth. Now, um, understanding a little bit more about it, season two is on Netflix. Do you understand what's happening out there? It's a war. We are fighting extinction, and we are losing. Until now. He's using our kids to make that. All right, tell us about the Sweet Tooth in detail, Steve. Yeah, this is... Essentially, this is a post-apocalyptic uh, show um, where everyone's died due to a deadly uh, airborne disease. And... Um, during the chaos these hybrid children were born and they're basically half human and half animal 
and different animals and a, a myriad of different animals and they were spread across the world so at the end of season one due to the i just i don't want to go into spoilers but due to these to the actions of the first season all of these hybrids are now brought together for season two um and i don't know this the show wears its heart on its sleeve is produced by robert downey and his wife susan um and this kid that plays gus our main character uh christian convery he's got such a precocious look to him but he's also got the the soul of a young actor and I, I i think that he's got a bright future ahead of him um i know that there's an infinite end to the sweet too so i'm wondering how far they're gonna get in season two and whether we'll get a season three but i'm just happy for what we've got so far aquafina is nora from queens season three I've saved up enough money to buy a car. Are you going to live in it? I feel like you're going to live in it. No. Do you read? I read all the time. Okay, name a book. It's okay, there aren't that many books. Go get yourself a job! Leave me alone! I'm going to my room! All right, tell us about it. Sounds (laughs) playful. Yeah, this is uh, from the mind of Aquafina, and uh, basically, it's kind of it's loosely based on her own uh, life with her uh, living with her grandmother and her her dad. And uh, this is a hysterical uh, show about just the worst slacker uh, who finds more and more ways to to be lazy, to be stoned, uh, tries to look for romance. Like, there's just so many different things to to Nora's character. And I mean, the surrounding cast in this one is really great. Uh, B.D. Wong from the the Jurassic Park movies is in this one. Uh, Bowen Yang from Sa- uh, Saturday Night Live almost steals the show. But the big star of this one is the grandma herself. Uh, Lori Tan Chin is hysterically funny. Uh, definitely like my biggest reason for watching this show. And I'm, I, I definitely consider myself an Aquafina fan, but she's the best in this one. Steve Stebbing, what the hell should we watch this weekend on Disney Plus Saint X? You know what's cool about vacation? Nobody knows us. This is our chance to try on someone new. My sister's murder was headline news for years. Sometimes it feels like the whole world knows more than I do. Tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, this is a a resort set show that's not White Lotus, so it's uh, and I don't think it's going to be as award caliber as uh, White Lotus is. But basically, this is a mystery uh, show about uh, a group of people that are all uh, at a uh, vacation destination in the Caribbean uh, and are all affected due to the death of a young woman there, um, and it, which is being the which is being investigated by her her surviving sister. Um, trying to look for closure and and uh and the resolution of what happened to her sister i i'm gonna say you probably need to get a few episodes deep in this show because episode one and two really didn't grab me um and i feel like the character building is a little weak but this is a limited series so i i do i would like to see where it's going but uh um i think it's a slow burn I, I don't think All it's right. going to be an immediate uh, up in people's faces. All right. On Prime Video, what the hell should you watch this weekend? Citadel. Tell me you've never felt like you should be somewhere else. Doing something else. 
tell me you've never seen my face before? I was in a train. There was an explosion. Ooh. Yeah, this is like... It sounds I, dramatic. I, I'm going to call this one like cheesy um, Jason Bourne. Because basically oh. you have uh, uh, jo- uh, Richard Madden, who played uh, J- uh, Rob Stark on uh, Game of Thrones, playing a, a spy who worked for this um, shadowy organization called Citadel and uh, was... Uh, they attempted assassination on him, but it just basically gave him amnesia. So he started a whole new life and then gets sucked right back into the uh, spy thing. And I almost turned off my screener for episode one because the lead into this and like the whole reason that he's got amnesia feels so corny and so cheesy that I was like, oh, my God, is this what the show is going to be like? Because I don't think I could watch something so just absolutely fluffy. But it feels like after that sh- that initial opening and then the credits that the show gets a bit more grounded, a bit grittier. Um, and uh, I mean, I haven't seen uh, Priyanka Chopra Jones as an actress before really in anything, but she's the second lead in this one. And so far so good. I, I, I think she's a little wooden, but uh, hopefully it gets better as the series goes on. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve is his website. 